This is Blair Durham with Black Wall Street Today, your media hub for all things Black business and related news, strategy, and events. Welcome to all the B-Force participants. Welcome to our partners. Welcome to our sponsors. And welcome to our guests. I'd like to welcome you all to the landing ceremony luncheon where we will honor our B-Force participants who have just went through 12 weeks of some extremely hard work, and we're so proud of them. Please, as I speak, feel free to continue going up to the buffet or grabbing drinks. Um, Continue on as I introduce. My name is Brian Owens. I'm the program manager for Black Brand. This position grants me the honor of running B-Force Accelerator. Just as a branding note, it's B-Force Accelerator. It's not the B-Force Accelerator. It's not B-Force Accelerator program. Just B-Force Accelerator. Clean and simple. Uh, But B-Force Accelerator is not simple. And running a business is not a clean process. But... What is B-Force Accelerator? Why is it necessary? What's an accelerator at all? And why are we here? Why am I speaking to you now? Well, for those of you who don't know, accelerators are just fixed-term programs, often 12 weeks, uh, that include mentorship, educational components, which help startups do things like build their initial product, identify their customer segment, meet with experts in their industry, create a safe environment to ask questions, be vulnerable, and learn, and also secure human and capital resource. This accelerators were designed for startups, and they largely focus on high scalable startups like tech. And that's how I got into the accelerator world. I co-founded a tech company called Secret Cord Laboratories a few years back. We created a product that leverages the neuroscience of music enjoyment to give actionable predictive analytics to music stakeholders. Um, This combined three of my favorite things, music, being nerdy, because I love research. Uh, My father was a nuclear physicist. He made me research every question I ever asked since I was old enough to read. We had a bookshelf with an adult encyclopedia and a child encyclopedia under it. This was the days before Wiki. (laughs) And the third thing that it combined was business. But no, actually I don't have a love or a passion for business. I had a passion for building things from the ground up, which is likely something that a lot of us have in common here. It was the same passion that I had for music, just manifesting in a different way. On the journey of building my startup, my philosophy was leverage every free resource available. And if you ask any of the participants in the B-Force Accelerator, they have heard me say this. In the journey of leveraging those free resources, I was able to join some accelerators. Uh, Wallafornia Accelerator, which is an international accelerator. Our startup entered into 757 Accelerate, who is represented here in the 757 Colab. 
and a Google accelerator uh, that had me living in Nashville for the first week of every month for a year. And that Google accelerator really changed our lives. In addition to using the accelerators to help hire machine learning engineers, put in over 100 hours of customer discovery, building a pitch deck, securing a patent, negotiating partnerships with the three major record labels, developing SOP, and raising $1.3 million for my startup, I did something else. I asked questions about the accelerator because I loved the system. I loved being able to sit down across the table from an expert and the first words out of their mouth was, how can I help you? How can we get you to that next step? After doing some business consulting with a couple of organizations in the area, like the NSU Innovation Center, Blair Durham uh, comes to me with the idea of leveraging the startup accelerator model and bringing it to Main Street. 100% industry agnostic. To bring it to small business and startups and nonprofits alike. But more importantly, to bring it to us, to bring it to our folks, to bring the resources and information that had been denied in the past. <laughs> to represent for the underrepresented and to bring answers to questions that too often are left hanging, like what will we do about the wealth gap in our community? What will we do about the ownership gap? How do we transform ourselves from consumers to producers? In order to do that, we endeavored to give the same level of access that I saw dozens of startups get during my entrepreneurial journey. And black brand was best positioned to do this by leveraging uh, our membership, which is full of business owners of all kinds, startup business owners, tech business owners, retail, restaurant, consulting. We also leveraged our team of black lawyers, CPAs, marketing experts, branding experts, videographers, photographers, web developers, and that's what brings us here today. After 12 long weeks, 595 technical assistance hours, 16 additional hours that were all optional that these participants put in B4 slab in Norfolk, we're here today. Because of that, some of these companies have now hired new employees, both full-time, part-time, and independent contractors. They've developed business plans, something that I'm very proud of. I've watched these participants team with one another to create new revenue streams that did not exist before they joined B-Force Accelerator. These programs have redefined their market and got a better sense of where they exist inside that market. Some of them have gained lifetime mentors and advisors. 
One of our main goals was to close that gap on access to capital that has persisted for far too long. Many of these companies that you will see walk this stage today have done just that. For some businesses in B-Force Accelerator, this was the first time having a legal consult about their business. For others, they were meeting with a CPA for the millionth time to resharpen an already seven-figure annual revenue. The entire spectrum. But it all came down to one thing, which was us helping us. Which is why we're here today. So before we honor the participants, I just want to thank the participants. Um, growing up as a teenager, my heroes were Fred Hampton and others in the Black Panther Protection Party. I'm a huge believer in group economics. I'm a huge believer in self-determination. Um, so by being a part of B-Force Accelerator, you guys have helped me live a small part of my dream and I just want to thank you for all your hard work over the 12 weeks. That Miami club horn makes it hit a little harder, right? <laughs> so, to begin, uh, I'd first like to bring up a special guest, Councilwoman Danica Royster. Danica Royster is a wealth consultant and junior partner at First Genesis of Virginia, a black and family-owned financial planning firm located in this great city of Norfolk. She graduated from ODU in 2012 with a bachelor's degree in business management. She's well-trained in financial services and is focused on building her practice using a holistic approach when assisting clients in pursuing their financial goals and objectives. She specifically focuses her practice on retirement planning, wealth accumulation strategies, educational funding for college, and asset protection. Danica was appointed to Norfolk City Council in 2021 and elected to City Council on November 2nd, 2021 to represent the citizens of Super Ward 7. She currently serves on the Hampton Roads Planning District Commission and co-chairs the Mayor's Advisory Committee for the St. Paul's area, for St. Paul's area and the Mayor's Commission on Social Equity and Economic Opportunity. In 2019, Ms. Royster was recognized as a millennial on the move by Cova Biz for exemplifying success in her profession while also working with the community to advance the entire region. She was recently recognized as a part of the Old Dominion Alumni Association's inaugural Top 40 Under 40 class. Can we all give a hand for Miss Danico Royster? Good afternoon. I'm not going to hold y'all to that because I know half of y'all got forks in your mouths. So I was going to say, you know, I feel like um, 
this is like a family reunion. Whenever I look out into the crowd and I see us, I'm, I'm nothing but proud. So before I am a council person, before I am a wealth consultant, I am a black woman and I'm a proud black woman. And as a proud black woman in business, it is my honor to stand before you all and applaud you all for you all's efforts. So thank you all for being here and celebrating the accomplishment of this black brand B-Force Accelerator Norfolk Spring 2022 cohort. Small businesses are the anchor and backbone of the community. And programs like, the, like B-Force Accelerator uplift the community by providing free services to minority small business owners. This is an awesome program that has provided access to legal, accounting, branding, contracting, and marketing services, allowing these participants to directly engage in relationship building, networking, and consultations, helping them to build a foundation for success. B-Force Accelerator has helped strengthen 36 Norfolk-based businesses and put them on a path to create new jobs in the city. And I have to you know, take a point of personal privilege and say how excited I am to look out into the audience and see some of the same people who DM'd me when I was reposting and tagging y'all on Instagram and Facebook. And you know, for me, it's, it's, it's proud. I'm proud because of movement. Oftentimes, we have conversation about what we would have done, should have done, could have done, but I'm happy to be in a room of people who are embracing the ideas of putting stuff into implementation and getting it done. Because ultimately, we are the ones who are going to be shaping the future of this city, this commonwealth, and this nation. And it is imperative that we do what's required to be successful. So I know that 12 weeks, it probably cut into some sleep time. It probably cut into some business time. But also remember that this was an investment in yourself and in your business and into your community. When you're a business owner, you are a business leader. And don't ever allow anyone to make you think that you're less. You have a whole generation of youth, and I'm telling you because I see them and I talk to them every week, who are looking for us. They're looking for us for guidance. They're looking for us to see that there's opportunity in being your own boss. But as I share with everyone, those accolades are nice, but it, was, it required work. And as business owners and, and as entrepreneurs, you all know the work that is before you. But as um, Brian had mentioned, you do not have to do life alone. There's persons in this room who you all have had the opportunity of connecting with, networking with. Don't let it just be an exchange of business cards. Get together. Don't just do lunch and have coffee and waste money. I tell people, I don't do lunch no more. Mm -mm. We gonna have a business meeting. <laughs> No more lunches, no more coffee. Starbucks and Dunkin' Donuts ran me out of business like the first year of my career, so don't do it. Sorry. <laughs> but this is an opportunity to build within community. We often talk about, you know, black wealth matters, black dollars matter, keeping things invested in our community. This is what happens in this room, and this is how we build. Another thing, and I have to put on my city councilwoman hat, is there is support through the city of Norfolk. Thank you to many of you all who have reached out to me about grant opportunities, about business startup opportunities, opportunities for those who might be intermediate or even senior level. So please make sure you tap into not only myself as your council representative, but also our economic development department. I am so sad every time there's extra money left over because people aren't applying for grants. But then the first thing that we put on is, where is financial um, access? How do we get support? And as a business owner, you know the importance of follow-up and follow-through. 
So as I tell people, if you want to have customers who have a sense of responsibility, integrity, you have to operate as that as well. But one of the things I wanted to, as I close, say is, you know, this is not just the beginning of you all's journey. This is also a part of the chapter that you're writing for your, the rest of 2022. I was talking to my team this morning. It's the end of Q2, so we're ready for Q3 and Q4. So how are you going to finish? And the answer should be strong because who you've surrounded yourself with for the last 12 weeks, I know you didn't waste 12 weeks of time doing nothing. I know you all really took some time and invested in yourself, into your businesses, and into your practice. So I want to personally thank Black Brand for creating this program for all that they do to support minority businesses in the city of Norfolk. And once again, congratulations to the Spring 2022 cohort. I look forward to seeing your business thrive and grow. And thank you once again for choosing the city of Norfolk to build your dreams. Can we hear it one more time for Councilwoman Royster? Um, now, the participants of B-Force Accelerator uh, can tell you that I repeat often that this is not designed to be an academic exercise or suggestion or to talk about hope. This is about practical steps to accessing resources, following a pipeline with actual results. But today, we can take a moment for a little bit of inspiration. So who I'm bringing up next is a wordsmith from the 757. She was born in Harlem, but raised in Portsmouth. She's an accomplished, oh, we got claps for Portsmouth out there? Yeah. Uh, she's performed all over the 757. She has written multiple books. You can find her on Instagram at lovechildpoemgirl, which I think explains it all. And uh, before I reached out, I had already seen her perform online and in physical presence outside of the metaverse, as I like to say. So please, let's all give it up for our poet of the day, Taz Waysweet. events often I was like okay <laughs> can y'all hear me yes. I call this poem cotton they will shame you for your righteousness call your callousness a mockery of their resilience claim that pain is immeasurable and that you are pretending to be a ruler no mater your position Christian by your defiance a reliance you keep for yourself no God will want to humble you but will because it is so beautiful when you bow. Somehow, we always remember what they wept like, the touch, the feel. Sometimes, the sun don't shine, it strikes, draws the backs and heels, and living sounds something like cicadas, and you cringe, and that's how you heal, and die, and build, and sustain, and yield, and believe that you will be timeless, that this time lives beyond you, that this is your position, that this is your mission and your legacy, and there is no shame in that. 
You come from broken bones and bloodied hands in a stance of constant prayer, a faith that won't shake because we need it. This existence, our penance and our grace, stitched to this earth because it belongs to us. This is the fabric of our lives. In the world of business, in the 757, um, there are certain staples and recognizable folks that give us inspiration, people we look up to, people who may be a few steps ahead or light years ahead that we look towards for guidance. I don't know if he would describe himself this way, but in the business world, Hamilton Perkins is a 757 celebrity. In 2014, he founded Hamilton Perkins Collection, an independent brand designing and producing unique and award-winning bags and accessories from recycled materials. Hamilton Perkins Collection exists to create timeless, limited edition bags made from recycled plastic water bottles, pineapple leaf fiber, and billboard vinyl. The result is that no two bags are ever the same. And no one is like our next guest speaker, Hamilton Perkins. Good afternoon. afternoon. Give yourself a round of applause for being here. I'm Hamilton Perkins. I'm the founder of Hamilton Perkins Collection. Uh, We make award-winning bags and accessories from recycled materials. Uh, We've been in Forbes, Fast Company, The Washington Post, Money Magazine, uh, we work with some of the largest brands in the world, from HP to Dow Chemical, Nordstrom, TJ Maxx. Um, you know, but I, I still feel like it's day one. You know, um, I feel like I'm I'm still in an accelerator. You know, I, I still am. I, I'm really I'm just started. You know, and, and I think that's the mindset that I've adopted. You know, so when I think about inspiration, you know, I think about uh, opportunity. You know, I think about you know, how uh, fortunate I am just to be here, you know, to, to be here in America, to be here in Norfolk. Like, it's people around the world that, you know, they would kill to be in this room. Like, you know that, right? Like, it's people that would want to be in this room. And I think it's about taking um, advantage of what you have. And I don't know if I'm going to get slides or not, but I can pretty much, I'll go through my whole story um, real brief. <laughs> um, and if you just want to click, just go, because it's a bunch of them. Yeah, it's a, it's a hundred of them. So just if you want to just click on them. Um, we started basically with the problem we wanted to solve. We saw that there was a lot of trash. So we thought creatively, why can't we turn that into bags and accessories? You can click. You know, so we ended up making bags from recycled plastic water bottles. We launched on Kickstarter. We had a $10,000 goal. We hit the goal in six days, and we shipped over $25,000 of pre-orders. We did that with one sample. And from there, we ended up doing live events. We would show up at country clubs. Uh, We showed up at Bloomingdale's in New York City for the first time and showed our product off and sold it there. And then, you know, we were trying to make the product. It took us six months in the beginning just to get the very first production run. 
because when you're manufacturing a product that's physical, it's really difficult to get started with no capital. And so what we did was we did pitch events, we did live shows, and you know I was fortunate. I was able to go to Richmond and I won a grant for 25k, where I was on stage and I pitched against you know other entrepreneurs around the state, and that gave us some seed capital to keep going. From there, you know, I ended up taking some time to really reflect and figure out how can we build the business in a way that's unique. What can we do? And we ended up taking a trip to Haiti. So we found one of our uh, partners down there was already making our product. We were already sourcing fabric. So we got a chance to take a delegation trip and really learn all about the country. We learned the artisan sector there. Um, these are just pictures here. This is the first sketches. This was the first bag that we had. This is the first bag we had for the first two years, technically. We didn't have any other products. Now we have over 100 SKUs. That was the very first style. But when we came back from Haiti, we were really energized and we started selling into retail stores. So one by one, we went through and we started pitching stores, asking them to buy our product. And so eventually we ended up getting about 10 stores every month to become customers. So we got up to about 150 independent stores stocking our product. And along the way, we were getting this type of media. We were getting featured in all kinds of uh, publications and you know, I, I just stayed, uh, stayed at it until I had help, really, you know, and eventually I uh, started recruiting a team. I recruited a great designer to help, um, great uh, manufacturing partners and, you know, just a ton of uh, mentors and coaches along the way. You know, so this is a picture I'm talking about in Richmond where I pitched uh, and, and won the 25K. And, you know, it, it's... Uh, I would say just taking the, the steps, the first step. You know, you may not have a perfect plan, but if you can at least take the first step, um, that's half the battle. Um, these are pictures from New York where we showed up and, you know, we started selling our products in uh, two locations of Bloomingdale's. We sold in the 59th Street location and the Soho location. You know, and that was just, you know, we didn't know anyone there or anything. We just, you know, we asked the question, is it possible? And, you know, we got a yes. Um, fast forward, you know, we opened our own store, and, and that's my first office there uh, over off of Bush Street. Um, you know, I know a bunch of people here have been here, you know, uh, especially George there, you know, have seen me in, in action in there, but um, that's where we started. You know, I remember the night we uh, got the keys, there was nothing in there, there was no furniture or anything, no products, and I was in there for six months with, you know, nothing but my laptop. But these are factory pictures from Haiti. Um, that's our, you know, one of our first production runs. Uh, these are pictures from Haiti where we get plastic bottles from. I was able to, you know, really get to see, like, the whole supply chain and where our products are being made, how we're sourcing it. Um, and that's, that's what we make. So we turn waste into products, into upcycled um, bags. You know, I, I'll say it's definitely taught me a lot um, along the way from personal development. You know, I met some cool people, um, you know, super cool people along the way. Um, but I think the thing I keep coming back to is, you know, it's we're starting. You know, we're, we're always still starting over again. You know, we're never um, yesterday's success is not tomorrow's success. We have to uh, keep keep a perspective on that. Um, you know, teamwork. You know, we work together. Core values. These things are, you know, maybe sound cheesy, but that's really it's really important. Um, you know, and you can see here just in the office. I mean, eventually we started to get some products along the way. We start to meet people, you know, I've met some really awesome people along the way, which is, you know, really cool. And, you know, from there, we opened a store ourselves. So we had our own pop-up store here 
And we had that one open for about roughly 15 months, roughly. It was a pop-up store. We weren't initially set out. It, it, you know, this comes back to being just fluid. We didn't know it was going to be that successful, so we just decided we would keep it open for over a year. Um, you know, that's one of our workshops where we contract work out um, in New York. You know, we've, you know, had tons and tons of interns over the year uh, that have come in and helped us out. That's one of them, Daniel there. Um, you know, and th that's just going out to trade shows. You know, there was very little product in that picture because there really wasn't a lot. I was really stretching it, trying to make it work. Um, but eventually we started to get more and more product and uh, kind of fill things out. Um, opening a store taught me a lot, I'll say, just from, um, you know, direct sales, you know, being able to meet people in person, learn, um, you know, why they're shopping with us, what, what you know, what is their, um, what problems do they have, how do we solve them? Um, you know, you can see tons of uh, boxes and stuff in there in that picture because we, we were shipping at that point. Um, and that's really where I started uh, working with uh, companies. So, for example, Zappos.com was one of our first corporate partners that, you know, kind of took a chance on us, sent us product, helped us make, um, you know, pretty much our collections with their old waste. You know, and then from that, we've been able to work with a lot of, uh, you know, Fortune 500 companies now uh, to this date. You know, and these are all retailers, uh, many of them right here uh, in Hampton Roads. You know, at a, at a point, we were probably stocked in about 25 independent stores here, right, right here in uh, Hampton Roads. Um, but, you know, all over the country, you know, gift shops, skate shops, retail stores. Um, you know, these are pictures from some of our first live activations uh, from Coachella. So you can see our products on display, uh, something in the water. You know, we've been able to, you know, do a lot of live experience events where, you know, we're basically hired to create product to, you know, help with the event. Um, that's our pop-up store. Those are some of my notes from, uh, you know, the first time seeing the space. I knew, you know, we wanted to make it, like, be a bright space. Um, you know, and, like, self-reflection or self-development, I think, is important, too. I, I know I'm very high on the visionary side versus the integrator side. So, you know, I have to help get help to make these ideas come to life. So... Uh, and that's what we did here. You know, a lot of this was um, all, of a, all of a team effort. Um, you know, but you can see the, uh, you can see this is the store. It was being, uh, you know, kind of put together. And, you know, I, it, was, it was great. Like, I, I was there, but I was actually out of town when a lot of this was happening, you know, doing talks and things like that. So there's some pictures of the, the after, um, you know, after we got everything kind of sorted. There you go. So... Um, you know, that was, the, that was the location that we were operating from. And, you know, we learned that, um, you know, our product is definitely something that is, like, people want it, and then they need to touch and feel it. You know, like, that's something that we really learned from this space. Um, and we found that people want it, like, more from us. And that's what this is, is. These pictures are about, like, new materials that we started working with over the years. So we started working with, like, pineapple leaf fiber, um, which is, like, a, more of a higher-end material, so stuff like this. It kind of looks like leather, but, um, you know, it's an alternative. And, you know, along the way, like I say, we just started picking up more and more. That's what the product actually looks like. You know, our price points end up being anywhere between, you know, 20 bucks all the way up to, you know, we've got stuff that's 200 bucks or 300 bucks, actually. Um, you know, and th this is a project we did for Ellen. Um, we were able to, you know, last year we sold about 40,000 bags. So, um, you know, we sold. Thank you.
We sold a good deal of them, um, you know, just through partnerships like that, like organic partnerships. You know, we spend money on advertising, but at the end of the day, a lot of it has been like word of mouth, um, you know, just really getting in the trenches, getting busy. You know, we do a lot of events. I mean, we would do 100 events in a year just showing up with a, with a booth, selling products, um, meeting people, um, you know, following up. And, uh, yeah, you know, I, I'd say just in, on an inspirational side these days, you know, I, I'm a big reader these days. You know, I try to read at least a book a week. You know, I'm always trying to read something that, um, you know, can encourage me or uplift me. That might be, uh, you know, something that uh, I'd say if I could go back and do it over, I, I would probably I would have read more. You know, I would have would have got around more people, uh, you know, like you're doing now. Like that's something that is critical is like. Who's in your friend set? Who's in your circle? You know, if you hang out with like five people that are like they eat salads every day, you're going to be number six. You know, it's the same thing like with business. If you hang around with like five entrepreneurs that are, you know, taking a, an accelerator experience to the next level, they're asking questions, you know, being engaged, um, you know, working on their sales, working on their pitch deck, all the things that it takes to be successful. Guess what? You're going to fall right in line. You know, so I would say, you know, I'm, I'm honored. I'm thankful for you know your time today, and uh, I wish you all much success. And please, you know, if you, uh, you know, feel free to reach out to us. We're Hamilton Perkins on Instagram. You know, I'm always up for uh, connecting and things like that. And you know, I'm trying to do more community-wise. So um, I do have some things that I'm working on. So I'd love to you know connect with you offline. So thank you so much. <laughs> Hamilton just gave a workshop. Can we give it up to him one more time? Yesterday's success is not tomorrow's success. Thanks for leaving us with that gem. In the same note, yesterday's shortfall is not tomorrow's shortfall. So as we continue the journey forward, let's make sure we remove all of that from us. So I could tell you all about B-Force Accelerator and what the participants did and brag on every detail. And after this, if you come find me, I will. So just ask me, I'm Brian Owens. But it would be more meaningful if it came directly from the mouth of one of our participants. So on that note, I'm bringing up a Norfolk-born single mother of two girls, not only a mother and a sister and a friend, but a mentor to many others. Whitney Yancey is the owner of Going Places Enterprise, which, oh, we're gonna give a clap for her? Sure. She deserves it, she's been working hard. Going Places Enterprise, which is a company that assists other businesses nonprofits and individuals bring their visions to life while attracting forever clients and reaching their projected financial goals. Her bio is in your program. When you see her in the resource fair, make sure you walk up to her and say, hey, can you tell me a little more about your business? That's one of the reasons we're all here. 
So without further ado, B-Force participant, Whitney Yancey. How y'all doing today? A little nervous, because I normally speak in front of big and little kids, never adults. So um, this is the platform that I knew I needed to be on. My goal being on these platforms is really to make sure no one goes through the things that I went through going through my process and my journey. I've had a very non-traditional entrepreneurial experience. So we'll just start there. I wasn't going to write anything because I do have the gift to gab and I will be here all day. Okay. So I did do a few points because um, I don't want to miss anything because it's really important for my message. Okay. So I'm, I'm originally from Norfolk. I went to Norview High School. I did everything the right way. So I thought I had the family backing, meaning I was eight years old at the flea markets. If y'all remember those selling African statues, pocketbooks, and Bibles with my family. So I learned at a very young age how to fish for my own. So I was blessed to have that. Now, did my family know that we would go through some traumatic things? I'm pretty sure they didn't, but God made sure they prepared me. So um, I get to college. I'm doing all the right things. I lose my mother. So then when I lost my mother, I had younger siblings. So a college student at ODU who was there for engineering I didn't know how to figure it out and pick up mortgages and bills and take care of children, and that was not my agenda. I thought I was going to be an engineer, dancer for an NFL football team. That was not the key. So I was the girl that they say God laugh at you when you're playing your life. He really had a big laugh with me. So in the meantime, I had to take my skills, everything that I had in me, to figure out how it would support us. So the best thing was I went to all these job fairs, all these jobs, I got all this experience, but it was never enough for me. I always wanted the moon and the stars and the sun, and I still do. So what I decided to do was to take every, every single thing my family taught me um, and use it. So I found a sewing machine. I found that sewing machine. I learned I was a great designer. I began to sew. So that became my job. I began to open boutiques, um, and I opened that at a flea market. My first boutique was at 21. I went in very unexperienced, very naive. I was just eager. I knew how to produce money. I knew how to use the resources that I had to make money. So I did that. Sorry, I'm not technologically savvy, so let me get in my phone. I'm definitely a creator. Um, so when it comes to going places, how going places, uh, when, I, when I was going away to college, it was a girlfriend of mine who was older, and she was like, Whitney, I don't know what you're going to do, but I know you're going places. And that stuck with me. And I stuck with that name, and before I even knew branding, so if you see in there how it's spelled, I was 18 years old when I created this, so give me a little break. So... I kept it. I stuck with it. When my mother passed, I kept her phone number. I've had this phone number for 15 years. I said it would be my money line. My mother has blessed me every day and made sure that money rings my phone. Okay? So, I was determined to give back because I knew what I didn't have. And that's what going places is. Um, and thanks to B-Force, 
I came in and they made me feel really, really at home. There was no pride. There was no me hiding my financials. There was no me hiding my shortcomings. It was laid on the table, we gonna get it together. And when I say they are so humble in what they did, they really got it together. In the middle of this, I haven't did prom in two years. So when I started the core, I had all of this time. Okay, all the city said we're gonna do prom. So I needed a portfolio. I said, I'm gonna do prom too. So I want to thank Blair, my consultant, Brian, because I felt like they were hands-on sewing the dresses with me because it was so many days I was running late, running behind. The people in my class would tell me where we're at, where we're going. I'm trying to still make money, still do the class. And they're still like, it's okay, you got this. And I'm like, y'all sure, I got this. But when I say they would write things, meaning would be my admin. My consultant was my admin. She's out of town right now. Her name's Lakeisha Carrier. I mean, she is the best thing smoking. So she became my assistant, and she was my consultant for free. So I would be sewing while she's typing what I'm saying. And I've never had a stranger do that. Now, when I say I'm here from confirmation, it's nothing but God. I met Lakeisha two years ago. I'm a domestic violence advocate, so I did meet a, a husband along the way that didn't, was a little sour, but I survived. I met her two years ago at a, at a fashion show looking for an attorney for a divorce. When she got my name across her paper, she was looking for me. She didn't know I was in a domestic violence shelter, that I was away, that I was trying to get me together. When she seen that come across her desk, she knew that this was our moment. And when I say that we have birthed so many things other than going places, I gave her my business card and said, I'm exhausted at 35. I'm on the wheel. Can you help me jump off? They sent me to Deanna. Um, if you don't know Deanna, she has Brand Smash Studios. I'm their advocate. If you could tell, I market. So if I meet you, your business will be a part of my brand. Um, that's just my heart and spirit. So I met Deanna. She, we do things on the same line. You rarely meet people in your field who are willing to take off their hat, put yours on, and birth your baby with you. I gave her my business card and say, hey, this was my survival. I'm out of survival. She gave me back in 30 minutes the pop-up house. So I have a brand now called the pop-up house. It's my interactive service where I come out and give you guys what you don't have. Me not having, I know what every business has because I had to wear every single hat in my company. So what I do is I alleviate all the overwhelming factors for you and I bring it to you and I help you build money. If I don't know how to do anything, I know how to build money with all that you have at home. We don't have to do anything. We will find a bag, okay? And that is what I'm good at. So in the meantime, I'm sitting there thinking, okay, this is just it. This is just it. I'm telling them, hey, you know, I'm an etiquette coach. I'm a cheer coach. I do so many things for the kids. God's telling me philanthropy is for you, but not today. And I'm like, no, I want it today. I want to take care of these people. We've birthed high standard social society. So in this time, I birthed a whole nonprofit as well. They're helping me pay for my undergraduate degree. They sent me to people and set me in front of people who would help me finish those dreams of mine so I can feel complete as a woman. And I can't thank them. I told them I wasn't going to cry. But um, the things they have done for me behind the scenes, behind the co-art, 
have been things that only people of God and blessed people could do. And so when they speak on the things they've done for us, they are so humble. They lying. They have done so much more. And we are so grateful. And the connections in the class have been, uh, they have really restored me in business owners, organization, because I'm not a network marketer. I believe in, hey, we can make a million dollars, but if your heart is tainted, we can't do that. So they restored me in good people. Um, people who are going to be who they say they are and do what they say they're going to do and overly do that. It was days I'm saying, that's enough. I'm prideful. This is enough. This is too much. What do I owe you? And it was never nothing. Just succeed. And I couldn't grasp it. So I sat in that class for five weeks saying, they going to want something from me. I ain't, I ain't. Where's the catch? And I had to go to Blair and say, Blair, there is no catch. I just want to hug you. I know they so sick of me in hugs. Because I was so elated that I finally had people to come through. And they told me in a humbling experience with my consultant was, hey, you've been self-employed for 14 years. So now I'm a business owner. And they taught me about deploying and to let my control go. I didn't know I was a control freak. I've been doing it so alone for so long that I couldn't see anybody's vision but mine's. And that was yeah, not the right thing to do all the time. So with that, um, I came in and I was so, when I say on working on one leg, halfway out of divorce, halfway out of everything, and I can say that today I can walk out of here with my banks. They didn't just, I had, they set a lady in front of me and I was able to say, hey, I'm not traditional, meaning I have X, Y, Z. No, I have a bank account. I have my business accounts. I have everything that I need so I'm not operating in that fashion. And to most people, they wouldn't know. I've ran a business for three years with no bank account. And I still had my stuff in order. So, of course, my degree that I'm seeking is accounting and business finance. Because we're going to get this right this time. And so to have people to want to support me. And even when we went to the non-business uh, conference that they just had, it was the most life-changing thing. So anytime they have functions, go. Selfless plug, Go. Um, it was very life-changing, and I sat in there, and I talked to the people, and I, did, I wasn't even incorporated that day. I got incorporated like three days later. They were still saying, hey, we're going to help you with that also, because what you have, we need. And so my mission with the children with High Standard Social Society is really to help children and young adults is from ages 5 to 25, because you are not grown at 18. You really don't know your direction until 25. So we got to stop letting the babies go so early. So... Um, what it is is that through um, early education, empowerment, etiquette, and education, and um, resiliency, because you have to be resilient out here. Um, people ask me all the time, how do you get through? How do you go through? Uh, when my mom passed away, my aunt made a small iPad for her, an um, iPod recording for her while she was going through her treatments, and they gave it to me. And when my mom passed, she said, you're going to need every song up here. And it was a song up there. I don't know if y'all know it. It's Shekinah Glory, Encourage Yourself. I listen to that every single day. And I pick myself up every single day. And I look at all the positives. If you're not solution-based, you will fail. So when I tell you the best thing to do for yourself is to self-motivate, find your tribe, find your audience, and find the love for you completely, or you will lack in every area. There will be no money made. So I want to end with, I thank you, Black Brand, 
we're going to make so much money. <laughs> and that's the blessing that was given to me at birth. And I know it now. So today means when you get, see why you went through so many things, y'all help bring this full circle for me. And uh, you help me not be afraid to share my shortcomings and my story to know that it will help other young women. So I'm blessed to share it with you guys today and not just the young ladies that I help. So I hope that if you take anything from me today is to say that nothing is that hard, that you can't shake it off and keep going. So I thank y'all. I love you all. And definitely come meet me. I want to work with you guys. And I, I, I have so much clothes. Come, come see me. I want to dress you guys. Awesome. Thank you so much, Whitney. So before we take a 10-minute break so everyone can get up, stretch their legs, use the restroom, which are located on the far right or the far left, they're about equidistant, so you have opportunity. Before we go into that, um, one of our specialty consultants is named Tony. He runs a company called Tsunami Digital Media. He was by our side capturing some of the moments of B-Force Accelerator, and now I'd like to share those moments with you. If you would bring your attention to either of the great big screens in this room, we'll share that B-Force story with you through video. So what B-Force does is it takes uh, small minority business owners and helps them to improve in every facet of their business. You know, they give you a lot of education on the foundational aspects of running a supportive business. And so taking those things uh, and putting them into practice in whatever business that you're in uh, so that you can go to the next level whatever your next level is. And reality is, you may see your next level as being here, but they're gonna take you there. The one thing that B-Force did is that they provided a lot of resources for me that I didn't even know that I needed. They linked me with uh, people that helped me uh, create a business plan, uh, people that allowed me to understand what I actually needed as a fitness developer. Uh, and also they linked me with marketing, uh, uh, business consulting, uh, legal counsel, uh, so many more things that I didn't even understand that I needed along my journey in growing in this business. The consultants, they are a guiding light, just, you know, to go through everything. And then everyone, that you have your own primary consultant that can help you and give you that guidance. And then the different specialized consultants who are great at what they do, they educate you, and, and then you know what next steps to take. So for the first time, I was really able to take an in-depth look into my business and my functions of my business. And I was really able to learn my business and not see my business as just a, a side hustle anymore, but as a legitimate business. This program puts me in position to win, period. Puts me in position to win, but not only me win as an individual, everybody in my community, everybody attached to me as far as my family, 
it helps me establish um, a legacy for my children. There's so many barriers, um, you know, especially for minorities, um, people of color, that, um, you know, so many doors we have to knock down and begin. And we don't even know about the different opportunities that there are out there for us. Um, and being in this program just opened up a lot of doors and opportunities that we would never known about hadn't we been in the program. When people come together with the same exact common goal, you're able to go further. I think knowing that you had those resources just give you that safety net that's needed in reference to business and just provides that peace of mind knowing that if you need some type of expertise, it's a phone call away. So I think that them having that was very unique and very needed for Black businesses. When I say B-Force is who they say they are, they who they say they are, like the real deal. And so I was like, hey, I'm trying to pay consultants left and right. They're like, it's free. I'm like, nothing's free. What do you want? There is no catch. So I was sitting here all this time waiting for a catch. The catch is they really do want to see you win. So I'm blessed. If I could, I'd, I'd go through a whole nother 12 weeks learning the exact same thing over just to not only strengthen those skills, but really to meet with a whole nother cohort of success-driven individuals because those are the type of people that I can identify with. The most valuable thing that B-Force Accelerator gave me was the idea of knowing that it was never that I wasn't qualified enough. I just didn't have access. I didn't have access to the information. I didn't have access to the resources. I was willing to make it happen on my own with my family and my husband, right? But knowing that I didn't have that access. And that was the only thing that differentiated me between other people that had things that I didn't have. That to me was the most valuable thing that B-Force gave me. Yeah. I'm super excited about B-Force. I'm super excited not only for my business, but for all the businesses that take this journey. I highly suggest that if you're not connected with B-Force, you get connected. If you're not connected with Black Brand, get connected. You will not regret it. That is a video full of business leaders and superstars. It was August of 2020 when several of us received an unexpected but relatively straightforward email. The Rockefeller Foundation, through its Rockefeller Opportunity Collective, had been planning an investment in Norfolk to strengthen Black and Latinx businesses. Black Brand had been identified as a potential partner to launch a capital access and contextualized technical assistance initiative. Finally, our B-Force Accelerator would start to take shape. For four years, we've been beating our heads against the wall, trying to figure out how we could leverage the immense talent in our network to provide 100% free education and certification to the community that we serve. A steep learning curve, coming to the understanding that we absolutely needed to incur costs, right? Because we needed to be able to pay you all. But that learning to articulate impact meant that we could pass those costs on to others, many of whom are in this room. Super exciting. So here's the part where we thank all of the pieces that make B-Force Accelerator possible. To the city of Norfolk. Love you guys. <laughs> our friends in economic development, um, you all were our first partners. Thank you so much for taking a chance. Aaliyah Slappy gave us that call early 2017 and said, hey, I heard you guys were the Black Chamber. We had just gotten our 501c3. We had a dream. 
and look at where we are. So kudos and thank you so much. To our friends at Centera Healthcare, your contributions to Black Brand made what is affectionately referred to as the B-Force Lab possible. Thank you so much. Uh, program participants are welcome to use our space for their IT needs as well as their copying needs um, for the duration of the year. So we're excited. Thank you, Centera, for your support. <clears throat> to our numerous program speakers, representing the whole of the entrepreneurship ecosystem. Embracing this work, educating our entrepreneurs, thank you all for being a part of B-Force. And as Brian alluded to earlier, to the force behind B-Force, our consultants, you really do go above and beyond. Several of you have traveled back and forth from Richmond to make sure that your, your participants had everything that they needed. It means the world to us, your commitment to this program. To our staff, Brian, Rebecca, Courtney, Marcia, Danita, thank you so much for sticking in there with us. <laughs> I know I'm a bit much. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. To our board members, there are several in this room. George Berry, Ron Lewis, Kalita Wright. I know we spend uh, just as much time in meetings as I do handling operations. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate your expertise, your contributions, your thought leadership, your commitment. Thank you so much. And to our amazing participants, thank you for your confidence in us to provide a valuable program to meet you where you are on your business development journey. Hearing your stories, seeing your work ethic, Understanding your motivation, uh, it makes me want to work that much harder to make sure that B-Force Accelerator will always be around. Sidebar, if you're here on behalf of a corporate entity and we haven't had that conversation, I'm going to nail you down today. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so again, participants, my quick charge to you, this is just a landing ceremony. Your job today is to commit to a connecting flight. There are so many business development organizations represented here who can take you to the next level. Find one, commit to one. Now that you're in the routine of spending a few hours every week working on your business, keep working on your business. What else? Attract a mentor. Have no fear of success. And to answer the most frequently asked question, there's not a plan part two but you do have access to all of the recordings. We're not going to take that away. Um, and stay connected with your consultants as well. I also urge you to join Black Brand as a member. We convene. <laughs> Tanya is like our number one fan, so. <laughs> join as a member. We do have multiple opportunities every week for you to continue networking and growing. Um, and definitely attend Black Diamond Weekend. It's going to be three days of incredible training, speakers, networking, partying, etc. Um, yeah, congratulations. Thank you all for being a part of B-Force Accelerator. And we're gonna transition to our resource fair. Brian, you good? We good? Okay, I did it without crying, yes. Thank you! <laughs> awesome, what was that? Oh, I did forget one quick thing. Man, so we're gonna go out actually 
um, with a power medley that is going to be presented by one of the strongest voices in Hampton Roads, none other than Gloria Williams, accompanied by Mr. Kavars Rooster. As they set up, just to set the tone for the resource fair, two doors down is the resource fair. The doors are open. We have business development organizations, financial institution, all the resources that you are looking for, primary contractors who might be looking for subs. So as you go into the resource fair, say this phrase as you walk up to a table. What resources do you have for small businesses? That phrase will bring out the value of today. And now to our musical guest. Thank you so much. Yeah. <laughs> 
One more time for that amazing job. Just one more time. I'm now going to release everyone to the resource fair, which is directly over here. If you are a B-Force participant, though, please come to the stage for one final picture and your gift bag. Everyone else to the resource fair. Please enjoy. with us online at Black Wall Street Today on Facebook and Black Wall Street Today on Instagram and then follow us on Twitter as well at BWS Today. We look forward to talking again next week. Have a wonderful week. I have said and I will continue to say that the most important priority for the black community is the black community, not a particular political party. Hey, yo, when I say black, you say Wall Street. Black, black Wall Street. When I say 